Alright, hello, welcome to another episode of Something from the People. I'm your host, Be Smooth, world famous, locally known. And today my illustrious guest is very controversial, very intelligent, <laughs> very wise, Mr. Casey Johnson. Casey, how you doing? I'm doing alright, how are all right. you? Alright, I'm pretty good. So, like, how's, how's life been so far? I know you, you've moved here to the middle of nowhere. Um, <laughs> life is... Life is kind of upside down at the moment. Um, I'm getting adjusted to uh, grad school. Um, it's my first year, my first year master's grad student in the AAADS program. Um, as far as the, the work pertaining to school, I'm getting adjusted to it slowly. I'm starting to get into a rhythm, starting to get into some type of flow, um, some patterns being developed. But as far as living in Bloomington, yeah, still like super stressful being a very being a large black man. So. Okay, okay, okay. So you come to Bloomington. So where, where, so where are you from? Where you grew up? Um, I originally grew up in Leesburg, Florida. And if no one is familiar with that, that's about like, uh, I'd say about 45 minutes to an hour northwest uh, of Orlando, Florida. Okay, um, so it's like, like some, almost central Florida? Yeah, it is, it is exactly central Florida. It's mm -hmm. in Lake County, the centermost county in the entire state. Mm -hmm. So, yeah. Um, and then I arrived here from Bloomington, from uh, Richmond, Virginia, where I um, got a double, um, dual degrees in uh, political science and African American studies. So, okay. so how long were you in Leeds, Leesburg, Florida? Leesburg. I was born and raised in Leesburg all of my life, and then the one, the one time I left, I never came back. Well, except for to come back to visit. Um, yeah, I was there till I was like 18, 19. I moved to Tallahassee, Florida. How, how, what was like life like growing up in Florida? Cause I don't growing up in Florida is really hot. The humidity <laughs> is sticky. Um, it feels like it's raining, but it's not. Um, you, you get tired of beaches and Mickey Mouse. Like, right. yeah. yeah. Um, the, the, and, and, and it's, it's a rural city so it's still pretty much segregated okay. so you assume you lived in the black side of the town you you were an integrationist most definitely i was living <laughs> in the black no not at all i wouldn't no i super grew up super poor um uh three older brothers and sisters I was in a sister um single parent household yeah so what was it like like life feel like you and your siblings um, just, yeah, just being poor. That was it. <laughs> seeing, just being poor, seeing a lot of, um, violence, um, seeing a lot of drugs. Um, yeah, uh, so I remember as early as like three years old, us having to split uh, two cans of string beans for dinner. That type of poor. Put a little hot sauce and salt on there. Oh, uh, yeah, so, yeah, because, you know, <laughs> I'm, I'm coming from like, you know, Chicago, major metropolitan city. I don't mm -hmm. know what's going on down in the yeah, other places. Yeah. <laughs> you know, I just feel like, you know, you in Florida, I'm like, okay, man, they eat oranges every day, man. They have yeah, no, 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 yeah, yeah. No, yeah, definitely a lot of oranges. Yeah, man. Um, Just, yeah, just grew up in high crime neighborhoods. Um, Yeah, I got four uncles, all of them been arrested. Um, my oldest brother. You why you, why you mimicking my family? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, like it's rough, man. Uh, I got, and then my oldest brother spent like dedicated eight, almost eight years to federal and state prison, you know, so yeah, just. Yeah. Alright, so what was like, 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 like in your neighborhood, like, you know, just growing up, like, you know, going to school? People around the neighborhood. I know you mentioned like drugs and crime. Yeah. How, oh. how did you like never get around those? That's a rain. Um, being poor, you get picked at a lot, so it wasn't easy. And then also, I was light skinned, so. Right. Right. Okay, okay. okay. <laughs> yeah. Why were they picking on you because you were light skinned? I know it's like. Yeah, like, there's like, some. Like, this was like the nineties, right? So like. Yeah. Like, Y'all I... fell out of style in the eighties, so. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, just, 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 you know, just uh, people will. It's not necessarily pick. I guess they. I guess you, when you're light skinned male growing up, they attribute um, you to being like soft, or yeah. so you get tried a lot, you get tested a lot, and you have to fight a lot. So I, there was a lot of fighting, a lot of football playing, a lot of basketball, a lot of sports, a lot of believing that I can make it out of the hood via sports. Um, so were like you on like a lot of like so like teams growing up like like what yes. teams? Yeah, definitely. Um, little league football. Um, I've been playing AE basketball since fourth grade. 
um, well, up until um, like 12th grade. Um, well, I had two 12th grades. I had kicked out of school. It took me five years to finish high school. <laughs> okay, we, we, we don't get to that, man. Let's talk about, let's talk about the AAU basketball. Yeah, yeah. like a traveling team? No, we the Leesburg Lightning. I think, like, if you even Google us now, there's, like, one article left up there, and you can see my name written in the article in the Orlando Sentinel. Um, yeah, we just we just played all around the state of Florida. We uh, were state champions, state champions, or runners-up, I think, in, like, 2000. Not, blah, not 2000. Um, 94, 95. Um, then when I got to high school, I started to um, participate with the bigger AAU teams, each one teach one. Um, I started playing with uh, top big names like uh, Chance McGrady's, Trace McGrady's younger brother or something like that. I don't know. Um, uh, Wesley Green and of course Amari Stoudemire, Ryan Moore, just names like that. Yeah, it's a lot of Amari fun. Stoudemire. Did you get dunked on by Amari Stoudemire? <laughs> I got elbowed in the mouth by Amari Stoudemire, and I still wake up some mornings and I feel like I can feel it in my neck. Yeah, listen, we got we got Amari Stoudemire. If you ever listen to this, we're suing you, man. We yeah, got all, the, no. all that money you stole from the Knicks, it's coming home. <laughs> yeah, so. no, yeah, I had a lot of fun. I had a lot of fun playing basketball. Though it's still like my favorite thing. To do. Right, so do you still like like play like like the stay in shape to play basketball? You still do that? Most definitely. Um, I hurt my knee a while back in like 2016. So as much as I can get around to it now, but yeah, I I, I don't necessarily I don't really watch it as much though. But yeah, yeah, I haven't played basketball since like 2014. Yeah. This this dude, like, as a younger dude, he crossed me real bad, and I felt embarrassed. Yeah. Yeah. I was just like, man, I'm getting too old for this, man. My lateral movement, I, cause I cause I just run. Like like track and like do like marathons, so I'm just used to running straight. Yeah. I can't, my lateral movement, oh, it's dead. <laughs> yeah. But, but oh, since we since we get up to high school, man. I guess you like, like let me ask you like six foot three. You I'm, did you? Huh? How tall are you? you I'm kind of like six two. Six two. Yeah. yeah. You I, didn't play. I, I played ball up until like my freshman year, but then I just like I I was when I, I like watching it, but I didn't like. I ain't like going to practice. Yeah. I ain't yeah. like trying to do all that. I'll, track was easy because you know. Okay. And I and I did the track that I did cross country. Okay. Yeah. And that's the track yeah. nobody wants to do. I did that. I did it. well. Because my, my basketball players do it to stay in shape. Right. Right. Season. Right. 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 So I had to participate in um, the like the training camp of um, yeah um, cross country, but I had never actually. I, I did. It. We did it year round. So. Yeah. So. Yeah, that's why. But uh, like, I like watching basketball, but it's just like just playing it for fun. I didn't, I never tried to. Okay. And then I, I started getting to like the Larry Johnson. You know, Larry Johnson when he played for the Knicks. Yeah. All he did was I, yeah, all he did was shoot threes and talk shit. Yeah. That's, that was my game. Like, Masculinization, <laughs> right? <there. laughs> that we were talking about earlier. Yeah. Oh yeah, yeah. yeah. Put on the dress. Yeah, yeah. 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 yeah why did he? Like that, that made him famous for what? But yo, he was already he already had a unique look. He he a six foot six. Muscular black man with a right. gold tooth, gold tooth. Right. from Houston. Right. I'm like, that's you can market that. Like right. he's the Scarface of the NBA. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. No. No. Not at all. But people remember him. People don't remember how dope he was mm -hmm. as a player. They remember mm -hmm. Grandma Ma. Exactly. <laughs> that's the first thing that comes to mind is him dunking the basketball really hard in the dress. Yeah. With Urkel. Right. <laughs> that's, that's another, another problem. Another male that has been like you asked me last. Oh man. Well, let's talk about like high school because you said you know it's it a weird, different experience for you. Let's, let's talk about that. Like, where'd you go to high school? I went to I went to Leesburg High School. Um, it's a big basketball school. The Leesburg, the entire city, of Leesburg, is basketball, basketball, basketball. So um, yeah, played a little sports in there. Wasn't a very good student at all. Um, but I was better. I was a better student than all the people that I, all the black kids that I was brought up around, like in my bad neighborhoods. Um, so they used to they nicknamed me Schoolboy. You know, I used to at least try to attempt to do the, the homework, but yeah, I wasn't a good student at all. <laughs> okay. So what what led to you like getting kicked out? Uh, <laughs> no, that's a good question. Um, and it's and it's part of the reason why I'm here today. Uh, in, well, I mean, here they enrolled into um, the graduate program here at IU um, and AAADS. And that's because I was a product of um, those those uh, those policies put into place by Bush in the early 2000s. So, as soon as he, no child left behind. No child left behind and zero tolerance. tolerance. And zero tolerance is how I got um, kicked out of school and had to sp spend five years in high school 
Like, like what they say that you that you oh no it's, yeah that's the yeah that's it. so the thing was I was just like a, a outward um, just back talking just you know coming into myself realizing that you know life sucked for black people or for myself being black for the most part from what I had understood about the world. So just talking back, I was just getting a lot of referrals, getting kicked out of the oh, classroom. So it just it just mounted up, and they're just like, we right, you. right. The zero tolerance kicked in. They okay. said, all right. They because said, because I remember high school, man. They like somebody like beat up a teacher. They was like back to like in yeah. like three weeks. Yeah, <laughs> no, 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 yeah, yeah. And eventually, I started to get my third referral. Then I started to get suspended, and then after that, they just kept giving me suspensions. Um, and it was mostly just talking. I got into fights as well. <laughs> that didn't fight help. The teacher, though. No, I didn't. I didn't <laughs> okay. fight the teacher. I didn't fight the teacher at all. And they proposed that I get sent to um, another high school that was not probably like twelve miles away. Um, like, out we, of South we suggested County. that you no longer could return. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and then the only reason I didn't get sent to that high school because it was a rival high school, Leesburg, and like rivalry, as in like in the South, means that they were actually like beasts, and people, a lot of kids were getting beat up pretty bad and shot. And hurt. Yeah. So it was just like it was like. Kind of like sending you to another gang territory. Yeah, and so my mom had to step in. She was like, no. So they sent me to a neighboring city, and um, I went to Tavares, Florida. Um, Tavares High School in Tavares, Florida. And then I got there, and of course, I was still the same bad he, I was trying to be good, you know. Yeah. <laughs> no, let's, I, let's stop you from being good. <laughs> no, yeah, um, I, I don't know. I got into another. Like young, like young black man, I think that's like a, right. that's like a very, like, Pivotal but awkward stage being a teenager right. as a black man in America. Right, right. No, yeah, yeah, no, definitely. If you if you allow to get like uh, punked or whatever they want to call it or you know um, muscled, then you probably gonna have to pay the consequences of it. But if you don't, then you know you get to you get to be left alone for a part of the time. But then I got in a fight there too, and I got kicked out of there. <laughs> so. <laughs> Life skin brothers, man. Keep your hair up. <laughs> no, yeah, definitely, definitely. I think I think a lot of that had to do with uh, the color, the colorism in black communities, you know. And you know, I'm I'm six foot three, and I was scrawny then, but I was about like six foot two at the time. So I, I defended myself, and I had um, learned how to fight pretty good. So yeah, I, yeah. I wasn't afraid. I, think, I, think I got spent one time in high school, and it's yeah. like I didn't even like throw a punch. Dude tried to try me. Uh -huh. I think because, you know, I'm tall, skinny, wet glasses. Yeah. Uh, and that's the time I really wore thick glasses. Like, when I wear fake glasses, because yeah. thank you for LASIK. <laughs> <laughs> but, uh, yeah, he, and, I, and, I, and I saw the reason he tried to try me, because somebody tried him. He yeah. got punked, so he was just like, I need to transfer my right. aggression to right. somebody else. But then he came to me. Like, he, I don't even know. He, he didn't even throw a punch. He just started to, like, like wrestle me to the ground. Yeah. So I kind of, like. His head like slipped into my hand, and uh -huh. then it slipped into a door. <laughs> it slipped. <laughs> yeah, it was, I don't know, man. It was, he, he had a lot of he had a lot of grease in his head, I guess. <laughs> but but they guess they zero zero tolerance. Oh, they had to suspend me. You are violent, man. No, no. <laughs> you you gonna get that toxic masculinity put on you? You might not want to tell them that. Man, no. man, I, I've been called I've been called worse by better people. <laughs> <laughs> But, but yeah, um, yeah, I got kicked out. Uh, then I had to wait a year until my year's expulsion was up at uh, Leesburg High School. Then I returned, then I finally yeah, so, was done. So what what you do for that year? You had an expulsion? What you, what you do? No, I, so my brother, he uh, had his own block masonry um, business, um, and eventually I took over. Da, da, da. But, yeah, I was out in the Florida sun on the slab. I had been doing this since I was 13, though, so. So, yeah, you, you were basically working the chain. So we, we read about that. And you yeah, can see people like, yeah. wow, this is what I did. My <laughs> oldest brother put me to work, and he, yeah. My, my oldest brother makes me look like a kid. He's like six foot five, two hundred and eighty pounds. So how's your relationship with your older brother? It seemed like you know he was kind of looking out for you there. Uh, yeah, he was. He was pretty much um like the father figure. Mm -hmm. Um, I don't really know my dad a lot. It's not because like he lives in some like different state or something. No, he's just like pretty much down the street in another neighborhood. We just never did get to know each other. I probably can count like the many times I had like conversation with him on my end. Remind me like the Terrell Owens story where like yeah. like he was talking to his grandma and he was just like, you know, where's my dad? She like pointed like down the yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> No, yeah, yeah, that's that's definitely my dad. He just he just uh, I don't know, man. He he has a good relationship with my sister though. I just I never really wanted a relationship with him. That's, Some, that's another thing, but like 
black men in America and mm-hmm. you know the trauma that we all have. Yeah, most you definitely. Know, sometimes get passed out and then other generations got to break that. Yeah, same thing. So okay, like you're at uh, you're in another town. How's the new high school? You got into a fight. So uh-huh. like, how'd you how'd you finally escape the the prison that is high school? <laughs> <laughs> no, basically, yeah, it was like a prison. It's just like you know, I had to go. Or my mom would get in trouble. That's another policy as well. That was. Oh yeah, oh, uh, wasn't that Kamala Harris was like putting one to put parents in jail for truth? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but, oh, and, we can't talk about her. That'd be right. Toxic. <laughs> that no, yeah. <laughs> that's how they did. That was so toxic, man. <laughs> but yeah, man. Um, yeah, I, I finally just uh, got it together. Made that working out on that slab with my oldest brother really helped. It. I just, I was like, well, okay, look. If moving forward in life, I'm definitely gonna have to get a Dexter job because mm-hmm. this hot sun and these heavy blocks, are, yeah, it's yeah. bad. Okay, let me add this actually one quick question about Florida. Does it like what's the coldest that it gets there? <sighs> Probably like 65 on Christmas Day. I don't know. So, yeah, so like, this right now is is like this would be like our like January mm-hmm. or winter. And which only lasts for like five days, maybe. I don't even know, man. Um, some it, I feel like growing up when it used to get colder, but now, like I call I call it now. I call I refer refer to Florida now as like global global warming Florida. You know what I mean? Like it's it's, it's a lot hotter now down there. It's significantly. It's a, you know, like one of the towns, like like in South Miami, like they say, it's like eventually it's gonna be underwater. Probably, yeah. The um. What is it? Florida is below the, the sea level by like a mile or so. So yeah. I think, if I'm not mistaken, probably mistaken. But yeah, but yeah, most definitely. Yeah. Okay, so like after high school, what was, what was next for Mr. Casey? <laughs> um, next was the Florida A and M University, and I say that with a lot of pride. Cause I love FAMU. I love FAMU with all my heart. I, 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 FAMU rendered me. I, I like Tanahasi Coast called Howard his um, mecca. FAMU is my mecca. Um, FAMU rendered me a lot of levels of consciousness that, you know, have helped me move forward in life. And I noticed that, like, a lot of people who go, like, go to HBCUs. Mm-hmm. I would have went to one, but mm-hmm. the white man gave me more money. Yeah. I sold out. <laughs> <laughs> white man was just like, here, Howard was just like, you could come, but you're going to yeah. be paying on your own. Yeah. <laughs> but I noticed that people that go to HBCUs, it's just, I don't know. It's like it's something that like Muhammad Ali said about uh, mm-hmm. when he went to the Rumble in the Jungle. Mm-hmm. He said, y'all, they may be poor here in uh but it was Zaire at the time, the mm-hmm. Democratic Republic of the Congo. He was like, but y'all have a dignity that, right. well, that we don't have in America. And I feel that it's about like black people that go to HBCUs. It's kind of like a pride and the dignity that y'all have that right. people that go to PWIs, this, I just don't see that in them. It's just like y'all, the way y'all stand, the way y'all act, it's like yeah. very, very powerful, very, very black. <laughs> yeah, like in, in at FAMU in, in, in linking it to the, the bands as well, like from the movie uh, Drumline, yeah. one band, one sound, and that, no, and that's essentially what it is. Like you, we all have a common um, agreement moving forward, um, that, and I think that's it. And it, it just reaffirms your uh, your um, identity. And not only does it reaffirm your identity as a black person in America, it 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 encourages you to like act out on it, like to to move outwardly, to move unapologetically with that blackness, and then it, and it reaffirms you and let it, it comforts you and lets you know that there's nothing wrong with the way you pronounce your words, you dress your you you dress, you you walk, your verve. There's nothing wrong with it at all, and um, it doesn't mean you're any less intelligent. And it just gives you the confidence moving forward, and it gives you the confidence moving forward afterwards as well, and participating in like your civic duties. Mm-hmm. You know, it's, it, going to an HBCU with all these other black people that grew up to that eventually become lawyers, doctors, politicians, um, you know, moms, dads, sisters. Um, um, it yeah, it's basically like pledging. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? You just stick together, and you rely on these black people with the same um, values as you, or same or similar values as you. So it's just like pledging. Yeah. Okay. So what was life like at family? Life was beautiful. Mm-hmm. Life was, uh, yeah. So many different, so many different women, and so many different men, and you know, just, just, just so, just, just. Just I don't know, just so many different different types of black people. You know, I guess growing up in the hood, you only know a few type of black people, and all of them strive to being as James Baldwin called a bad nigga. You mm-hmm. know what I mean? Like, or, you know, everybody wants that that like 
that title um, of, of, of being this certain type of black person. But at FAMU, there were different types of, like I had, I had nerd male friends, I had, um, you know, cool female friends that were into sports and, you know, all of these things just mixed up and intertwined perfectly. So, so like the whole diversity of the black community. Right. Because I, I know like my girlfriend slash fiance, I guess I don't mm -hmm. know. Mm -hmm. we, we don't, I don't know what we're going to do later. Yeah. <laughs> but I, well, I know what we're going to do. It's just I can't afford to do it yeah. now. <laughs> um, so, when she, when she told me when she went to Spelman, like mm -hmm. friends I know that went to Morehouse, there was this like, you see, you get the black Republicans, you get the like, the little pro-black people, you yeah. get all of that. Yeah. There. Like anything, any kind of black person you can think of, they're going to yeah. be at HBC. Yeah. Um, so back to your point about the girlfriend thing, that's another point too. I met the, the woman that I've been with for the last 12 years. She graduated from Florida State. Okay. And uh, so, yeah, the love of my life was there. Um, and, and what was, the, what did you just say actually? What did you say on the end of that? Um, I guess, uh, I don't know, I, I forget. <laughs> oh yeah, well, just, just, yeah, just like, just like, uh, um, I'm like, yeah, I don't know, like I, I just, I participated in uh, SGA. I was a senator for the freshman class. Okay. Yeah, I still got the pictures and everything. You gotta see them, kind of corny. <laughs> no, they had a lot of corny. But but yeah, like I was able to like activate my identity and um, do it comfortably, and then everybody around me was reaffirming. I bought, I built lifelong um, friendships, and um, yeah, I think I think also Florida State um, being right around the corner across the street because Tallahassee is still segregated. You still got family in Florida State. And, um, well, that's still the South. So. Yeah, there you go, yeah. And then TCC or Tallahassee, I don't even think they're a community college anymore. So these three large schools, like a lot of people um, intermixing, oh, the, the gender and the sexuality and the races and everything just all coming together. Mm -hmm. and so you had to like, you had to acknowledge it and accept it. And then after a while, like you, it was what you expected moving forward. But when you move away from Tallahassee, I'm pretty sure everybody will tell you this, like, it's like a, it's like a shock. It's like, oh, it's like the world isn't as diverse as Tallahassee. Yeah, like, okay, welcome, welcome to the real world. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you, yeah. Got, you got your little rainbow coalition over there. Let's right, cut that right, out. Right. <laughs> it's a white man's Definitely world. Definitely a shock. <laughs> Definitely a shock. Okay, okay, so uh, how did you end up at VCU? So, oh man, um, I, so I, I guess I had to preface that too. I'm an older student, I took some time off. Um, as a matter of fact, I turned 36 in about 11 days, 10 well, days. We're around right. the same age, so okay. I'm 33. Okay, yeah, I, okay. I'm thinking the whole time you like 25, 26, uh, it's, okay? It's, 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 yeah. it's the water, it's the water. Yeah. <laughs> we all, I'll see how I'm drinking water. It's the, yeah, 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 it's the light skin. <laughs> light skin water, because I, I, I was just like, when you say I don't even, I was like, like I'm thinking like, man, we look like around the same age, right? Yeah, no. I'm thinking like, man, you probably just turned 30, maybe. Oh, yeah, no, I'm old. I'm up there. This is what happens. Just take care of yourselves, kids. Yeah, no, I'm a lot of kids now, they look older than me. I'm like, man, y'all popping them pills or something. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't know what, but, um, but and then I had a hard life, too, so you figure, like, I probably look a little rougher, but I'm blessed, I guess. You know, I take it, I take it as a Okay, so the time off, like, what was it? Oh, right. Back to that. So I took some time off, left FAMU because my brother went and took a quote-unquote federal vacation, and yeah. he well, left. My mother used to call him going to college. Yeah, there you go. There you go. <laughs> he went <laughs> to college somewhere, you know, but the fans paid for. <laughs> so yeah, then, and he left. He left behind a wife and um, two nephews and um, my niece. My niece, mm -hmm. my two nephews and my niece. He left two, three kids behind. Um, and at first, so I took I took a better job and I moved to Philadelphia because the, that's where the better job was and I also could be with my girlfriend at the time who was enrolled at LaSalle University. Um, and so I took a, a job at a Lids as a manager um, and oh, made a lot of money. Go ahead. I to know you did, man. Yeah, like, man, yeah, yeah. Like, listen, I got so many hats now I can't get rid of them. Like, I no, I'm no lie, I've, I probably had like 150 hats at one point and right now I'm down like, uh, Fifty. So yeah, I can give like you thirty. If you want, if you want more, I can <laughs> no, give you no, more. Yeah, but, like, well, yeah. My, my, my girlfriend complained. Yeah, yeah. So I got, to, got too many hats. <laughs> She's like, you need to do something with this. You got too many hats. You got too many books. You got too many. Yeah, that is. 
Oh man, and then I'm a recovering sneaker addict too. So uh, this is one thing because I could I just. I was never in the shoes, so that's one thing I'm glad because I know yeah, if I was yeah. into them, I would have been like every release. <laughs> Man, I got like 50 boxes at the house right now, like right now, and then like another like 30 if my nephews haven't gone through them at me and my mom's house in Florida. So um, I took on that job. I was making some good money and living in Philadelphia. It was fun, almost two years. I was sending money back home to my nephews and these. Um, and then, but then, you know, they were young men and women, like in the early, the two of them were in their um, teens and one was about to be in his early teens. And so they needed like a father figure around. And um, so I stepped in and I did the job or tried to. And um, I came back to Florida, but I didn't go back to necessarily like Leesburg. I was in Lakeland, Florida. And no job, no nothing. Thought that was the end of my relationship. Luckily, she, I, just, it, I appreciate oh, like, it. I, I love you, but you're so broke. Right, 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 right. I hate to be that guy to admit, like, yeah, like, oh Jesus, like the I was flat on my behind. Well, it was only like three months because I had to find out, figure out what to do there. But yeah, and then she stuck by my side. I hate being that black dude, right? I just said like, next day. I, I told her I was like, I was like, look, please, you can go. It's okay, you know. I gotta take care. Of you know. But um, yeah. Anyway, I'm I'm happy that it worked out. But um, and then so I took over my brother's business, um, doing the block masonry work. I restarted up everything, um, all the people he had working there, and I did that until he was released in a year or so afterwards. And um, he didn't want the business anymore. He had found a new love in Philadelphia. That's another story. Mm-hmm. I mean, in Pittsburgh. No, we'll see you yeah. on part two. Yeah, yeah, right, right, right. <laughs> <laughs> so I sold his business and I took the money. Um, I had built up a lot of contracts, uh, like uh, local, local and uh, like, uh, private contracts and building block masonry, mm-hmm. building um, the foundations of houses. And see, in Florida, I don't know, I don't want to go into this tangent. And up here in the Midwest, you can just put up like wood, house, and it'll be fine because I don't think termites are a big deal because it gets so cold. But mm-hmm. in Florida, you got like different building restrictions where you have to use block and you have to use a different type of, um, um, I can't think of the word now, but yeah, and it's a lot of that. A lot of goes into it as you live closer to the to the ocean. Yeah, I think up north it's, it's mostly just zoning and like black for like business and, and metropolitan yeah. areas. Yeah, but like different. Yeah, flat different places like you can just build up anything. Yeah, build, build I know. Yeah, y'all, y'all like <laughs> you can pre-order like side house walls like mm-hmm. on this like, and then you just put all four of them up, and then yeah. that's it. Whereas we have to like lay the block about two three courses high rebar etc so anyway i sold his business um invested into some like uh some little some some uh, uh rental property um and yeah i was sitting around 2013 my girlfriend decided to go to vcu where i go back to get her phd and i was like yeah i'll go there with you and i'll support you because you know i'm pretty much settled and for about a year I was just sitting around with nothing to do you know my bills were paid and you know I was making a good money and um, off the rental property and yeah and I decided my girlfriend asked me what I wanted to do in 2015 I decided to re-enroll in VCU and finish up my degree I just wanted to get my um, political science degree but eventually I added African-American studies and then I started writing papers the paper started to get a little better. Before you know it, I got a 3.7 before I graduated, and people are telling me that I'm pretty good at this and I should do grad school. And I was like, whatever, no way, in any way. So my girlfriend accepted a postdoc in Indiana, here at IU in Bloomington. And um, we were here, I've been here for a year prior when she was doing a two-year postdoc. And I was, once again, I was sitting around. I was like, well, what do I do now? And then so I decided to enroll to, to, to see you know, I met Dr. Williams. I appreciate Dr. Williams so much. Uh, Dr. Williams, man, my, my Chicago brother, man. He's, yeah, he's talk, real. yeah, yeah, no, no, definitely. I think he went to HBCU. Mm-hmm. I think, I think he told me he went to maybe, or maybe I don't know. He's, I think he said it was like an HBCU. Oh, he, yeah, he went to, uh, I think, he went to SIU Carbondale. And if you like, food from Illinois, if you know Carbondale, you know, it's hello. It's in Southern Illinois, yeah. so you know, it's it's kind of like Indiana, Southern yeah. Illinois, Indiana, like. It's, mirrored images of each other mm-hmm. because it's it's people down in Southern Illinois that don't know that Illinois yeah. wasn't in the Confederacy. Yeah. 
But it's, it's like it's like a lot of black people go to Carbondale and like you okay. know it's just like a they turn it they had they used to have this thing I don't know if they still do it they used to have like a players ball. Oh yeah, <laughs> yeah. It's kind of like you know where they dress up like you know like the real players ball. Yeah. And like it'll be a whole thing. So yeah. that's what they built kind of like a black community there. Yeah, so. yeah. Uh, that so yeah his uh, his presence. I was in his presence. And I was like he was like welcoming and warm to me, and I was like man this is an HBCU person just connected, and then I was like well let me give me a shot, and you know here I am. I just told y'all my whole life story. Like, that's crazy. But, um, no, <laughs> no, yeah, but but yeah, and then you know that's how I ended up here. Yeah. yeah, yeah. So so what, like what drew you to like actually doing like Africana, African American diaspora, all that, all the black stuff. <laughs> oh, black study space. Just just growing, just growing up, man. Um, I first of all, my memory has always been sharp. Like I, I remember everything, like photographic memory too, like details, you know, images, and I can tell people what they were wearing certain times that they like. 30 years ago or 20 years ago, even when I was like four years old. So um, just remember growing up rough, just remember growing up rough and, and it having to be super rough and kept wondering and asking myself like, well, why is that? And, you know, I wanted to know why my brother is, you know, I guess, I guess was basically addicted to selling drugs because he had a good business and was making a lot of money, but he still wanted to be known in the streets or so what they called him was Kingpin. Um, mm -hmm. From like I think it came from like, like the Spider-Man movie or the cartoon. The King, the Kingpin, yeah, he was the he was the boss of. Uh, okay. Spider-Man was like in New York, right? I don't know. Think, yeah. Maybe, but yeah. whatever, whatever. Max Potter said he was mm -hmm. like a, he was like the boss. He was yeah. like he ran everything. That's it. Fish. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So and then they used to nickname my brother because he was built like him. Oh uh, yeah, because yeah. I think Michael Clark Duncan played the Kingpin. Oh, like yeah. One of the one of the Marvel things. It was yeah. a while ago, early two thousand. Yeah, I didn't, I didn't know that. I, and then, yeah, so, I, yeah, and I just wanted to know why, like, things were so difficult. But at the same time, I felt like, man, I was I was equipped to participate in this world socially without any hiccups. But, you know, why am I constantly getting hit with, like, hiccups? But, um, so, yeah, and it, it led me to my interest, and I started reading and paying attention more. And the more I sat in class, the more lessons that I learned, I was like, wait. They're talking about me, you know what I mean? Like live hearing all these crime rates and these neighborhoods and 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 then I heard one I, I heard one of my professors in 2016. Then we get fall 2016. Oh, Dr. Robbie Perry. Um, he's a political scientist and I don't. He was at VC. I don't know where he is now. He was telling the story about like uh, the um, the crime bill and he was basically saying that you know. They forced this crime bill on us, and it led to mass incarceration of African American people. And I remember, like, and we talked about that today yeah. in class. And I remember my mom and like a lot of her friends in our neighborhood were for the crime bill, and a lot of black people were for the crime bill, not knowing, of course, like what it would lead to. But they just wanted to protect their kids. They just wanted to protect me. And I distinctively remember the moment um, we woke up, and the whole neighborhood was in shock. Um, one of these uh, was a white guy. He was a fiend. He used to frequent the neighborhood a lot. He was a drug addict, um, and he was found in the dumpster in our neighborhood. And yeah, he was murdered. And, and it, a lot of that had to do with like the the drugs that were in our neighborhood. Yeah. So yeah, and so I remember him talking about that. And then he didn't. He he never mentioned that there were a lot of people black people before the crime bill. And I yeah. thought to myself like, man, wait. No, I could add to that, you know what I mean? Yeah. But Yeah, you cause I remember like I mean we both grew up in like the nineties. You remember all like all the little all the after school specials. Right, right. We were like, man, put down the guns. Yeah, yeah. Put down the guns. <laughs> dare. Like, right, yeah. Every, the thing about like, they, like did study on dare. Shirts, they did they, they did a study on dare about how it doesn't work. Yeah. They're like introducing you to drugs. They're like, Basically. man, I didn't know it was that many drugs. Let me uh, go and they I, made kids want to try them. I had no idea. Had yeah, they, they, that's that. why like after they found like the evidence of that, like mm -hmm. most like worthwhile states don't promote dare. Indiana mm -hmm. still promotes dare because they're backwards, but you know this this state is backwards. I'm sorry, any Indiana natives, <laughs> this state is backwards. Did you did you go the same route? You, what? you, you uh, like went back to school? Yeah, you grew I, up yeah. in like a I, rough neighborhood, the South, I grew side. Up South Side, Chicago. South Side, South Side, <laughs> Chicago. Uh, then I I went through high school. I was I was actually. 
did quite well in high school. Mm -hmm. Then I went to, I wanted to go to Howard, but Howard didn't give me any money. So mm -hmm. then I ended up going to a private white school in uh, Wisconsin, okay. uh, Marquette. So okay. shout out to yeah. D. Wade and Jimmy Butler. Yeah, 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 I was about to say. That's <laughs> the only went, connections I have. West Matthews, I had class with him. Oh, and West. Yeah, you can't forget about West. Yeah. You can't forget about it. You had class with West? That's, yeah. that's cool. That's dope. Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah, West didn't pay attention. <laughs> and it was a good class, too. It was the, it was the theology class with the only black priest I ever met. It was called Malcolm Martin Baldwin in the church. No, nah, yeah, that sounds dope. That yeah, sounds like a dope. class I want to take yeah, for real. Yeah. Oh yeah, you can, he, he teaches at Fordham now. You can email him. He okay. has his email. It's uh, Father Brian Messingill. Okay. So he's a dope professor. But anyway, I went there. That was like that was one of the few black classes I had. Because you know, Marquez predominantly super white. Yeah, same and I was, on TV. I, and I wrote this. I used to write for the newspaper and I used to get death threats. Because oh. I was, you know me, I'm like extra pro-black. So. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so yeah, and then but like I, I was like, I had like, I basically like, I don't know, I don't know if I'm just that smart or they just felt good for me. I, I gave no effort in school. Yeah. <laughs> at all. Yeah. I was just trying to get out. I was like, after a while, because I, I wasn't going to transfer, then I was just like, I'm fucking depressed. I'm, I'm just going to finish it out. That's what I was about to ask. <laughs> like, how is that living in such a neighborhood? Like, in uh, like, neighborhood? I, but it's like two hours from Chicago, so That's I have true. my car, so That's I just true. drive home when That's I was true. on class. Like, my last semester only had one class, so I was only on campus one day a week. Yeah. And then I moved back to Chicago. I, moved, I worked in D.C. for a minute. Then I moved back to Chicago. I worked for a nonprofit, and then I was like wilding out. I used to like, it's like go go to Vegas, go yeah. there. Yeah. I stay out the clubs <laughs> with my Puerto Rican friend. <laughs> stay out like you know you you bad when you wake up when you uh, when you out kicking it and you see the sun come up when you go home mm -hmm. or you out kicking it and you go to work in your club clothes. You, you, you Saint Laurent shades like Kanye. <laughs> yeah, I remember, yeah, I uh, we used to have to take a work ID and like my coworker Brian was like, look at you coming to work drunk. <laughs> so dude, I was like, after a while, I was just like, man, I need, I need to do something with my life. I was like, I can't be in there. it. Was, I like the work, but it wasn't my passion. Yeah. So I was like, I'm going to go back to school. I went and got my master's in uh, history. From here? No, from uh, Chicago State okay. University. Shout okay. out Chicago State. I love you. You actually maybe like learning again. Yeah. I love you. So then, you know, <laughs> I was just like, I applied to uh, universities and like first a few, like Indiana, Temple. Okay. I got accepted to Indiana and Temple. And I was just like, where do I want to go? Do I want to go to Afrocentric at Temple? That's a. Or do I want to come here? Here is like, it's a mix. You can find your own lane. Okay. And it's not it's not a strict uh philosophy. Okay. So I was just like, I'm coming out of you. I I use closer. It closer to home. Yeah. yeah I understand that, home. but I could I I'm listening to you now and I'm like, man, you turn down Philadelphia yeah. for no, 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 then what you call uh I I didn't have any I ain't uh Temple didn't have any funding for me. Right, right, right. Like so, and Dr. Will no, it's another thing with Dr. Williams. Right. Dr., like Triple ADS to have funding for me, uh -huh. but he also has a line in the history department. Okay. So he hooked me up with assistantship in the history department. Okay. So my first year, I was uh, I was grading in the history department. Yeah, so. that's pretty much yeah. Got me on the same course as an assistant instructor um, for the yeah. sports history class. Yeah, yeah. but but you still in the still in that department. I was in, I was I was with the history students. Oh okay. So, yeah. 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 So I was there was just like okay, what's your major? I was just like. I'm triple ADS. It was like, oh, that's why we haven't seen you in class. I'm like, I'm like, I get Dr. Williams helped me. It's yeah. like, oh, it's like, oh, yeah, okay. Yeah, that's wow. That's <laughs> yeah, wild. so that's yeah, it. that's why I, I, I came here. It's like, like it's, it's close to the home, and they were real with money, and mm -hmm. uh, I would have liked living in Philly, mm -hmm. but. I know I, I've been to Philly. I know where Temple's campus is located. Yeah, and I'm not. Like, yeah, I'm, I'm I get it, but I know but. it's but you know. <laughs> no, plus, Temple's. Yeah, go ahead. No, no, plus, no. you know, like I know how focused I am because I did my master. I did I did the two years straight. Mm -hmm. Like it was just not fit. Like the weekend that I moved here, that Friday I defended my thesis. Wow. Yeah. And I just came here. Like and during the first semester, all I was doing while I was doing coursework here, I was like. Re-editing my my thesis at Chicago State for it so you can uh, publish it. Oh, damn! Yeah, see, yeah, that's 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 the other end of the um, academic stick with uh, with this one, cause <laughs> I, I yeah I come grab badly graduated from high school as I just said, and then um, college I didn't even the only reason I even applied to go to college was because um, um, one of my white wealthy friends. But he he got accepted in Florida State. I 
didn't have my, I know I didn't want to work with my brother in the hot sun. So I was like, you know, let's try this college thing out. I actually, back in the day when you had to like ask them to mail you applications, even if you had to call in the FOSFA, this was the early 2000s. Yeah. I didn't even feel mine out on it. Oh no, because I guess mine had a, like a high PSAT score, so oh, I got yeah, sent no. everything. Like, it was like US, USC, <laughs> NYU, Marquette, no. yeah. U of I, Indiana sent me stuff. I didn't even look at it back then. I didn't, uh, I didn't uh, Howard, sent. Morehouse, yeah. Bam, you sent me stuff. I didn't get sent anything. What <laughs> I did University was. Michigan, Michigan State, all the Big Ten schools. <laughs> what I did was. I applied at uh, FAMU and I applied at TCC, the community college there, and luckily I, I got accepted. And then the thing is, like, I didn't have anybody help me fill. I filled out the application by myself. Mm-hmm. I filled out FOSFA by myself. It was easy because my mom it was dis- disabled. She still is. She doesn't have the best health or whatever. But um, so yeah, like I did all of these things pretty much by myself. And how I got to Tallahassee was just I just caught a ride. You know what I mean? I just caught a ride with my with my, my boy John. I had a, I had a car when I drove to Milwaukee. Yeah, because no. I, I worked I worked at uh, I worked at a, I worked at City Hall that's the summer before I went mm-hmm. to college, and I also I worked at the mall. And I don't know if I don't know if they still got these stores. Fye like the CD for your entertainment. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I worked there. Oh man, oh man. That was like wow. I'll, I'll tell that story later. Yeah. Like if you know, like the, the uh, transgender person that said uh-huh. they were with uh, like Sydney Star, who said they were with Chingy. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. I like, do remember. She worked at that mall at the Victoria's Secret. This yeah. was like when she was first transitioning uh-huh. from being Stevie uh-huh. to Sydney, uh-huh. <laughs> and that was just like that was before like you know they were out in the open. So like. Actually, she was very brave because that was very dangerous. Yeah, yeah, them all. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's cool, man. Yeah, that's that a cool connection. Yeah, that's wild. But yeah, I, I didn't, I didn't have all those options at all. Like I just, even, even this time, like I applied at, um, I applied here, and that was pretty much it. And it was just hit and miss. You know, I almost wasted my money if I wouldn't have got accepted. Yeah. So I was just like, I, when I got, when I got the letter, I was just like, wow. And then I, I waited until the last minute because I was just like. It was beginning of August. I was just mm-hmm. like, "Am I going to Philly?" Because mm-hmm. I had like, I had some money saved up because you know I'm, I live cheap. Yeah, <laughs> you, you can tell by my jeans; these jeans are terrible. <laughs> <laughs> no, yeah, yeah. So I just I, I had I had money, so I, so I could have moved to Philly, and I could I could I could have made it a year and then waited for funding. Uh-huh. But then I was just like, I saw Dr. Williams. I'm like, okay, he's from Chicago, mm-hmm. and he he see me he mailed this thing like, welcome, man. And I met Dr. Brown. I was just like, oh, she's dope. She right. dope. Yeah. And I was just like, okay, no, I'm, I'm gonna come here. Yeah. Yeah. No, yeah. Philadelphia is extremely expensive. Yeah. Um, yeah. It's like my, my, my apartment here is like. Yeah. This it's a, I call it a I call it CB4 because it's like the size of like a jail cell. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> here in Bloomington, they have that. What? The that a uh, small apartment like that or? Well, it's it's not small, but it's a studio, yeah. so I call it CB4. Yeah. Because you know cell block four. <laughs> no, yeah. Growing up, I mean, living in Philly for that short period of time, I kind of like gravitated towards the smaller apartments. I'm living in a small apartment now. I had to like move out of like a two bedroom. It was just too much space. Yeah. It's just it was I didn't know what to do with it, um, or we didn't know what to do with me and my girlfriend, and yeah, so we had to get something smaller. But yeah, it is super expensive living in Philadelphia. We lived in lived in Wincote, Pennsylvania, outside of Philadelphia. Um, but yeah, Philadelphia man was a lot of fun. Yeah, a lot of great memories. Yeah. I would have liked that because I, I probably would have went to like New York and Jersey. Oh Virginia. yeah, definitely, definitely. <laughs> Jersey, New York, Connecticut, um, back and forth, D.C. Yeah. We, uh, we we were constantly on the move. Um, the city's so big and there's so many black people that like I was able to disappear. <laughs> yeah, I was, I was able to like disappear on the streets. Um, meaning like, like, like I wasn't hyper visible. I wasn't a large black male amongst like mostly like white people. I was That's just not like, like blended in. Yeah, like right here. Is you, like, I, when, I, when I see you, okay, I'm like, I know who that is. Right, 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 right. Like, it's like, a shame where you can be on somewhere and you, like, you know, like, basically all the black people. Yeah, 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 it's hard. It's hard. Everybody stares at you. Everybody gives you, all the white people give you that look of question of whether or not you should be here or if you're here doing something bad or so. Yeah, but that, that was kind of like that when I was at Marquette. But the thing is, like, Marquette is located, like, near, like, the hood. Mm-hmm. 
like most of these like Catholic Jesuit universities. Mm-hmm. So like two like two blocks over, there's nothing but black people. Yeah. So I, I can just walk over there and just blend in. Yeah. Yeah. You know, except and these things to warn the white kids not to walk over there. I was like, you can warn them. Yeah. Like they gonna see me, they gonna think I'm one of them. Yeah. They're <laughs> <laughs> like, wait, 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 you still that market sweat yeah. serve my blood? Yeah. <laughs> That's how exactly how it was in Richmond. Um a large amount of black people when I was there they did so much gentrification man. The, gen, Richmond was one of those last cities to like gentrify, meaning like move yeah. all the black people from the inner city. Yeah, um, so where, where, is Richmond in like northern Virginia or central Virginia? Um, I guess I guess you can call it northern. Um, I guess it's closer to the northern neck of Virginia than it is to the bottom. So, yeah, okay. yeah, it's like right in the middle. Okay, so like because I know like that DC, all them yes, people who are gentrifying DC. They're like, okay, we can't live in D.C. Let's, let's start just a fire part of Virginia. Right, right. So it's like, yeah, it's like a hundred miles. Because we don't want to go to Baltimore yet. Yeah. It's like a hundred miles from uh, D.C., two-hour drive from D.C. So it's all right up in that little smack. DMV, baby. Yeah, yeah. yeah. That's so bad. So, like, what, what's your, you got any plans for, like, after, after this? I would. So, oh, um, I was only supposed to stay here for two years scoop up my masters um, and leave out um, but I'm understanding it's hard to transfer so I may um, have to I may not get to be able to transfer my credits from here if I go and I want to finish up my PhD and I want to eventually become a professor of African-American studies yeah, um, go, go back to Temple. Yeah, what? <laughs> go that would temple. be perfect. Go from here, I don't, temple. I don't care if they gave me $50,000 to teach two classes a semester. I would uh-huh. sign up for it today. Uh, oh, you got to come to uh, NCBS uh-huh. uh, this uh, this spring. Because okay. uh, I know Malefi Asante from Temple, he's always there. Yeah. Ron Karinga, yeah. he was there last year when we were in New Orleans. Yeah. It's all like all the heavyweights. Uh, yeah. John Bracey, all the heavyweights in black studies. There. I got to... Uh, yeah stroll that campus and um the black archives there yeah. at the Phil- at um temple yeah. and last summer i was um recognized as a scholar of african-american studies or african-american history library company in philadelphia so mm-hmm. yeah i would definitely i would yeah. appreciate that a lot yeah, yeah man come to the and just get your name is that they don't know who you are so yeah. you know or you know you just stay here man. yeah but that's the thing though <laughs> like if you're not from indiana like I would just like, I wouldn't try to be here for like six years. <laughs> no, yeah. <laughs> you know? So, like, I'll be here for like, that, this good four and a half. Yeah. <laughs> and I still can go home, like, so, intermediately. So, then here's the thing, too. My girlfriend is, her postdoc is about to be up, and um, yeah, so there may be a really lucrative job offered to her. So, you know, that possibility of me staying here longer. Yeah. Then I'm met with the, um, so, like I said, I'm about to be 36. The, the window is closing, and not closing, but it's, it's, it's you know, I got to hurry up and get some kids, you know, <laughs> before it's you're, you're too late. Be, you'll yeah. be that old man with kids. Yeah, I don't want to be that old man with kids. And then, you know, there's the health concerns for yeah. women who are getting older and yeah. men in their 40s who are having kids. Yeah. Um, so, I, and I, but then there's also, like, the dilemma of me not wanting to raise kids. And, um, in this thing. In, well, no, well, in, in, this in predominantly, yeah. This world, <laughs> like, they want to bring kids into this world. You right, see how right. messed up this is? Or just, just uh, like, raising. My, my kid was born and Donald Trump was president. <laughs> <laughs> like, you know how embarrassing that is? Yeah. Like, and then, so, so and then, so my girlfriend is a psychologist. Um, uh, so she, under, and she studies adolescent, um, black youth. And um, so she understands the, like the detriments to um, trying to raise up a black kid in a predominantly white society, and specifically like a, a an environment like Bloomington, where it's you know it's fake progressive, it's diet progressive. You know what I mean? And yeah, yeah. yeah we, so, we don't use the N word, but you know we really don't. Right, 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 right. Um, man. Um, but yeah, I, I'll decide. I, I guess I'll just have to hey, wait. This way, y'all, you got time. I could always win the lotto, too. <laughs> that's and that's always my, my I dream. think I'm going to play when I leave here, as a matter of fact, because this interview has kind of reminded me how bad life sucks. Oh, man. This is going to be the pessimistic. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. This is going to be toxic pessimistic. <laughs> yeah, I mean, this is <laughs> 
let me let me put that out there. Brandon calls me pessimistic, and my arguments no. are rooted in no. pessimism, and I like yeah, that. Has, like, I write about the pain. I write about the struggle. I love that. Yeah, I love but the thing is, like you know, people like push back, but I I, I argue that you have like some very solid and strong points. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You know, I just like I just like oh no, maybe because I. I I grew up in a church. Yeah, I got optimism. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, even at the end, like, you know, it's like that, it's like that, that whole thing of the black church is just like, even in the gravest situation, we mm-hmm. have faith that, you know, things are going to work out. Definitely. Maybe not in my lifetime, but eventually. <laughs> Definitely. I guess, I guess I can't make that connection as I, yeah. I stated earlier, I'm irreligious. Yeah. So, yeah. And that's, yeah. And I, like that was like you know I I, I, I stood Malcolm Baldwin in the church mm-hmm. and then I, like when I'm on my master's program I was another class I took called the Black Church in America yeah and we we read like this far by fade and watched the whole documentary <laughs> series so yeah and like like one of my pastors like for my undergrad he wrote my recommendations so yeah. oh wow yeah, yeah so yeah. and like yeah and like like I took the class to my church while we were, while we were, yeah. while we were doing my master's program so it was just like. Um, yeah, it's, really. it's kind of like like with James Baldwin. James Baldwin tried to be irreligious like afterwards, uh-huh. but like uh-huh. if you were like really great, it's kind of like a your scarlet letter. You always gonna have it there. Most you definitely, your yeah. stamp. Like yeah. even if you try to run away from it, so I'm just like, like yeah, I'm just gonna embrace it. Even like. now, I'm still spiritual. Like, yeah. I, I still love Kurt Franklin and yeah. God's what about, what about Kanye? No, <laughs> I, no, I, I, call, I call that man. I call that 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 new new age blasphemy. <laughs> Basically, yeah, I I don't know. I, and then I heard this interview where he's ranting, talking about how the black lip roof and like y'all on that plantation and all that stuff. I can't entertain it. I don't even know where to start or begin. I don't. I'm like, don't take anybody seriously who says they don't read. Yeah, yeah. He doesn't. Yeah, it, and then the stuff that he's saying, it sounds like he doesn't read. It sounds like he's just coming to these conclusions without having like other hearing other opinions he said on it which is I, I yeah i'm not even gonna listen to a cd i'm not i'm not entertaining the guy um i did i did however um buy a pair of yeezys a while back so <laughs> <laughs> yeah 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 I, I well i wanted to see what the hype was about well how are they how do they feel they are extremely comfortable they are very bouncy very light they are very cushiony yeah i don't yeah. <laughs> Broken clock is right twice. There you go. There you have it. He can be a an idiot and make decent sneakers. Yeah, it's possible. You can do both of those. All right, let's let's go. Right, we went through your life. Let's talk about the main topic. Okay. Why are you such? Why do you have so much toxic masculinity? Why? <laughs> how can we how can we decrease that? Is there any kind of chemicals we can inject in you to decrease that toxic masculinity? I just why would you put on the dress? No, not at all. No, no, no. Put on this damn dress. I have it right here. Well, I mean, if the price is right, look, Tyler Perry is filthy rich. Like, yeah, but in Tyler Perry, I'm going to say this right now. Tyler Perry, I, he is a great businessman. Yeah. He is an absolutely awful filmmaker. Like, he doesn't know, like, the basics of storytelling and filmmaking. Okay. I mean, I, it's horrible. Yeah. It, like, it, like, he made one of the worst movies I've ever seen in my life. Yeah. The, the one with uh, Journey Smollett, like, the one about, like, like she was, like, a counselor, and she ended up... No, I'm going to tell you, spoil the movie. She ended up getting AIDS because she cheated on a black man. And that's, oh. and that's, that's, that's the premise of the, uh, <laughs> of the movie. She cheated on, she cheated on her boyfriend and got AIDS. And that was her punishment. And that was the end of the movie. And it had Kim Kardashian in it. That's the movie. That sounds like I mean, but that's that's you know he's selling to a specific base, and that's what when people want to start black man, like the the light skinned black man, the mundane with the uh, Mm -hmm. with a fake wig. Yeah, shout out to Shamar Moore. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, that's what people want now, though, especially like in the age of social media, they just want that mundane drama, that subtle, you know. And then he stretched it out and made a whole movie out of it. You know what Uh, I mean? But I, I I get it, but yeah, no. Um, but uh, back to the question, how I arrived, it's just, so yeah, I just grew up uncomfortable, meaning uncomfortable in my identity, constantly being shifted, religion didn't work out for me, I, you know, I didn't believe in that, and then yeah. it's cool though now, because I understand, like, yeah. oh, stuff is made up, you know what I mean, like, yeah, yeah you know, yeah, and I say I'm irreligious because I don't, I don't, I don't want to be against religion. I'm not against religion. I don't think religion is beautiful, um, especially if it's like used correctly. All religions, as a matter of fact. Um, but I, I don't want to be like an atheist. 
they they don't believe in religion, but if you try not to believe in something, then you actually do believe in it. Yeah, so they, they turn, like, anything who becomes their religion. It's like a contradiction, like, it's just, it's like, it, being a non-denominational church. Well, that's, you are extremely illogical, right? <laughs> and I, and then, yeah, and then, so I'm not gonna hate something, you know what I mean? Like, the, I'm not gonna hate religion, I'm just gonna dislike the people who participated yeah. in what I think is incorrect. Yeah. Or, or in the incorrect way of participating. I think a, a lot of problem people have religion. It's not so much like, like text or mm -hmm. like any any part of it. It's mostly like the people. Like people like I like Jesus. I don't like his fans. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Like those things. Just those things. I tried to be like the pretty boy, light skin, pledged in in college. Two thousand six. I guess you are a member of Kappa Alpha Psi. Badder than a mother. No, <laughs> um, but, uh, uh, how did I know that? <laughs> so, yeah, yeah. I, none of these things worked out for me. As a matter of fact, like when I pledged, um, the guys who were pledging me got into a whole, like a, a huge, I, you, we, our names were flashed on CNN. Um, two of our oh, part of that, uh, 2006 that and family. Wow. I was number 21 in Curl wow. Hall. That's me, yeah. yeah. <laughs> man, and, and they give y'all HBCUs, man. Yeah. Like, well, no, it happens. It no, happens no, more. I'm just saying, y'all, line size. Oh, like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Private white, man, a couple of my friends of mine, every like one, two, at most, like maybe four online. Yeah. I ain't do that. I ain't do pleasure because I'm like, I'm a very arrogant individual. Yeah. And you, that whole breaking me down, that wasn't going to work. Yeah, they, I, I think too yeah, highly yeah, of myself. I had a I had a guy tell me before or during the process. He said that I had too much pride and I wouldn't make it. But yeah, I was like, I didn't even try. They didn't break me down. I was in there laughing actually. I was, <laughs> I was like, that's what they probably I mean, I was, yeah, accidentally yeah. leave. Like, like man, you ain't taking this serious. You gotta go. Yeah, and then <laughs> so I could, and then like the, the case is over with now. It was finally like wiped from the books. It passed the. What's the, the statue? Statue of limitations. Right, in 2014, so I can talk about this now and give you details about hazing and stuff. But, um, but yeah, um, a few of my um, was supposed to be DPs got arrested and sent to prison because of that. And a lot of them didn't get their degrees, actually. Um, so, yeah. Why y'all sadistic, man? What's up with that? I mean, I can tell you the story behind that, man. If, if you want to do another interview, I don't okay, know. Yeah, we, we can, can talk we about hazing. Part, yeah. yeah, we can do part two and just talk about hazing. And then, what was that movie that came out recently? Uh, burning sands. Burning sands. If hazing, did y'all did y'all spit eggs at each other? Listen, <laughs> listen. I don't want to give you details, details. But listen, if if hazing was as 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 simple as they made it look in that movie, and like uh, pledging, oh man, like there would be so many more people like a part of fraternities. This that was just a scrape. Uh, that was just the top of the, the top of the. The surface of it, but um, it gets a whole hell of a lot worse. Cause I understand. Like, I'm not saying that bragging. Is, so. Like military, like mm -hmm. military is not really mm -hmm. It's more of like you're going to be in danger, so we have to build up your strength. Right. Right. Like, why are they trying to kill people? Just to bring. Just Isn't to, it just like tradition and like. Yeah. Right so you got to think like, uh, for instance, like. like how, I know when it started, like you're in like Jim Crow times. So yeah, like, yeah. You know, so it was good to like the, build up develop strength. a band of brothers yeah. that, during that time. It's not necessarily needed as much now. Um, so. I guess kind of like like uh, like we said like uh, uh, our uh, classmates said in class about how you're not adapted to the times like uh -huh. the church mm -hmm. isn't adapted to contemporary times and yeah you know I guess like our other black institutions aren't adapting like yeah like, you know. I think it's I guess that's got to be it um it, and yeah. some people just like get off on like fucking people up and I think that's <laughs> that was a large part of what was going on in my situation I think that's what it was just getting your rocks off basically because it didn't have to go as far as it did um but yeah but but yeah none of these things worked out back to my original point none of these things worked out for me I was constantly being like shifted and made uncomfortable so I had to move to this different aspect of my identity and try to find out this and try to understand that and then the whole time you know I mean, it was me and my like my like uh, love for like African American studies and that what I was going through um, the, the plight of African American in America you know what I mean like yeah an African American male in America so and then and I was like okay I've arrived I get it, I get it now so, anything else you want to talk about? Oh no, that's. I don't know. What you left, what you just said was uh, interesting because this was like kind of how, like this is how I kind of went back to school to get my masters. Mm -hmm. Cause I remember, it, it was like it's it a funny story. I was uh, I was driving, 
And you know, you know that Salon song, Crazy in the Sky? No, I, I don't know. You ever heard that? You ever heard that song? <laughs> I don't really no, I, I, heard, I heard that song. Well, it was a far away where she, talk, she just talks about stuff she, do, she did to uh, mask her pain. Right. Like she's still like, you know, I tried to, I tried to buy it away, I tried to sex it away, I tried to, right. tried to right. do everything. Right. And I, I pulled over the road, man. I had, had a little. I had a little man tears in my eyes. You know, the cutlayers. You cried to Solange. Let, you know. <laughs> I'll put that out there. I did. Because I, I was going through a lot. No, yeah. Yeah. Because sometimes, you know, certain stuff does hit you. And I was just like, it was Definitely. speaking of how I was like, I was doing a lot of this stuff, you know. I was, mm -hmm. going, I was spending all this money, buying everything that's right. going right. out. I was like, okay, I think drinking going to do this. I think partying going to do this. I think right. buying these clothes going to do it. Going to this concert. Thing, blah, 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 blah. Mm -hmm. And I was just like, what? I, I gotta look inside, like what really makes me happy, and that's you know I got went to school and yeah, got with my girl, all that stuff. So and triple A D S has been good to you, right? Yeah, yeah, it's been good to me, man. And yeah. you know, shout out to my acting students. I hope y'all, ah man, hope y'all, <laughs> hope y'all ready for this research paper because I'm gonna grade y'all hard. No, don't be that professor, <laughs> man. No, 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 they've been lazy. I gotta grade them hard. Now. Okay. I mean, I mean, okay. I've been nice to them. I've been giving y'all too much shit to credit. Yeah, don't be that professor. <laughs> I, I ain't gonna say no names, but yeah. yeah. No, I, I ain't gonna be. Uh, no, it's like <laughs> actually, I can grade them much harder. If I was like real nitpicky, uh -huh. just went over just their grammar, uh -huh. but they fresh, and I'm like, I can skip this. I think people forget, and, and I don't know if he's finna end the conversation now, but I think I'm gonna just add this. I think in academia, people forget that you're trying to teach um, people how to figure out how to solve problems. And in academia, it should not be all about assignments and deadlines. You're just trying to help them develop some type of skill set in approaching and evaluating and solving problems. Yeah, that's, that's, that's why I offer extra credit. I'm like, mm -hmm. I like, I have to grade you low on this because this is what you did. Right. And I'm showing you why you, why I graded there you, you low. There you go. But then now you have extra credit. You can get those points back. Because at the end of the day, that's why, that's why Muhammad uh, in doubt. Mm -hmm. my, my master's uh, professor, my thesis chair, wrote me the recommendation here to IU. Okay. Uh, he told me, he's like, when we were talking, we were going to session class, he was like, quit worrying about the grade. Worry about what you learn. Yeah. The grade don't matter. Yeah. He was like, I was like, oh, he was like, I know you're smart. I'm going to give you a good grade. Especially in graduate studies. Yeah, I was just like, I'm going to give you a good grade. It's like, it's more about what do you, what have you learned? What did you know? How can you apply this? Yeah. And it's like, that's what, that's mostly, that's what, that's why I don't like the whole like grading system in school. It's right. like, it doesn't really measure what you know and how you can apply it in life. It just measures what you, a lot of times. You have to be careful not to like knock back that confidence. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, cause. And then it's different ways of people learn. So right, you know. right. You don't have to be as uh, hard ass to get somebody to learn how to like uh, be a decent working human being and to treat other people with decent respect. Yeah. It, it, those two things don't, we know that from research. Like, you know what I mean? It, it doesn't quote unquote make great students from being a difficult professor or something like that. Yeah. It doesn't make. Yeah, but a lot, of, a lot of professors I've noticed, man, y'all, like, because I learned that one of my uh, poli sci professors, he's a racist, but he said something profound. Mm -hmm. He was just like, a lot of people who get PhDs, they don't know, how, and they become professors, they don't know how to teach. Right. They don't they no, have yeah. no teaching skills. They should not teach, they should just do research. Listen. You go work at a think tank. <laughs> yeah, yeah. A PhD does not equate to teaching. Yeah. Um, writing a book and publishing a book does not equate to yeah, you being sure a, a writer. good writer. <laughs> <laughs> it, it, it makes you someone who got published. Right, right, right. There you go. It doesn't make you like, a, it, somebody should be respecting you as this great writer now all of a sudden. Like, you know. But like you got published, don't mean I, like. I could read your book and be like, nah, I know somebody right. who wrote something like better right. and, and it doesn't, contradicts everything you wrote. Exactly. <laughs> it does not make you the standard of writing just because yes, you published a book. You know what I mean? And just no. because you have a PhD does not make you the standard of education. Yes, you know what I mean? Just yes, because you yes. went through People it. don't know that. Like, a lot of things we talk about, everything evolves, man. What you talked about, it may be, okay, you wrote something hot right now. Mm -hmm. Ten years ago, somebody going to come out and be like, nah, exactly. you were wrong here, here, We go here, through this here. all the time. You are exactly. wrong here, 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 and here. Right. This is what I see. And I'm like, okay. Like it's, people don't know that learning is continual, man. They think like is. once you reach a certain level, like okay, I'm I'm done. Look yeah. at my name. Look at my awards. <laughs> <laughs> like get out of here, man. That's it. That's man, it. Man. Like when I go back home, I'm on the block. It's like man. Man, you still stoked from the block, man. Yeah. Don't care about that shit, man. Yeah, that's the but, same thing. But you a doctor now, man. Prescribe, prescribe these. Nuts. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I'm still the same. I'm still schoolboy when I go back home. I'm still, or they call me by my last name. I'm still Johnson. So yeah. yeah. Yeah, all right. So this is what I usually end it off with. I usually ask, you know, 
What's the last uh, book you read? What's the last like film or movie you watched? What's the last song you listened to? Oh, um, so on the way here, I was listening to. I'm, I, 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 I'm kind of ashamed to tell people I listen to it. But man, Kevin Gates. Kevin Gates. Something is rather good. He he's he a weird dude. Man. Yeah, no, no. Um, I'm trying. Oh, it's called ridiculous. ridiculous. I I love Kevin Gates not as a person because he kicks kids and stuff. You know what I mean? But yeah, he's just a weird human being. But I like Kevin Gates because he's like ghetto god. And like I said earlier, like I'm drawn to all that like that pessimism, that pain, yeah. and that anger, and that hurt. I want to know what's going on. I want to know what causes it. I want to. So, you listen to a lot of like drill music. You listen to that. No, I can't get into the drill music. I can't. No, no. I listen to a lot of Jeezy, a lot of Kevin Gates. Um, there's a there's a rapper named Trans Lee um, from Alabama. He's he's like, you know, lower level or whatever. I don't know. He's not in mainstream. Well, Kid Cudi, Kid Cudi's like man, suicide music. So Joe Budden too. Yeah, yeah mood music by Joe Budden. Right. What? <laughs> Classic. That's classic uh, depression music. <laughs> <laughs> that man, you want to feel depressed, man. Put on that mute music. Yeah, yeah. Man, he, like, he, he could spit, my yeah, God. Yeah, he could, yeah. <laughs> um, movie? Uh, I don't know. I, I, I don't know. Uh, something on Netflix or something? Uh, a movie that I watched that was really good, um, The Last Black Man in um, San Francisco, I think it is. Oh, oh, I saw that over the summer. The, the visuals in that movie are and, dope. It makes and it's so sad about, yeah. like, like that's part of my research, it's like black the, communities. The storyline, yeah. the storyline pertaining to the identity, like gentrification, socio-political background, socio-economic background, but like okay. that was, that was a really, really, the, the, yeah. sim, the symbolism all the all the symbolic little like scenes and visuals and everything that was a really dope movie. Maybe think about like the white people's definition of community and black people's definition of community are yeah. totally different. Wait, was it Last Man in San Francisco or Last Man in Oakland? Last Black Man in San Francisco. Is that okay? All right. Yes. Yeah. It, it was like with the house, right? Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, he um, was like obsessed with this house. Yeah. And, um, yeah. Yeah. But um, what was it? Movie? Oh, uh, book. Last book you read? Book. Last book I read was probably this one <laughs> from this class last <laughs> night. Condemnation of black. Yeah, yeah, yeah. There you go. Condemnation <laughs> of, of blackness. Like, what's that? Khalil Muhammad. I don't remember. I think it's Khalil Muhammad. It's uh, this is Elijah Muhammad's grandson. Okay. Yeah, I was up to like three a.m. just reading it on <laughs> yeah. Kindle, just trying to yeah. squeeze. <laughs> yeah, yeah. He actually read that book. It's actually very good. Yeah. Yeah, he did an excellent job. He did definitely. Yeah. So, uh, Casey, you gonna, you can we bring you back for like part two? We talk about hazing or whatever. <laughs> no, yeah, whatever. I, yeah, I don't care. You know what yeah. I mean? That sounds good to me. I'll be, I'll be uh, happy to rejoin you. Yeah. All right, all right. Yeah, so always, you can catch something for the people. All one word. You can catch us on SoundCloud, Spotify, Apple Music, and uh, iHeartRadio is still hate. They haven't accepted us yet, so stop hating and accept us. <laughs> Put us on that platform too. And uh, always be good and drink your water. Peace. Shot the text, she won't hit on the hill. Sex, filth, interacting for guilt. Puerto Rican, wishing Johnny was here. Get to speaking, a lot of diamonds in here. Maserati, I just did it for my Did time, wasn't really a problem. Watch Flutter, been a block in the bottom. Foes down, it's a violent environment. Look outside, it's a violent environment. Big Raw, gotta watch you around me. Free nail, pulling up in the Audi. Free Ox, pulling up in the Audi. In the feds, that's what they got in common. I'm, um, yeah, gotta run up a comma. So focused, I ain't checking the comment. Won't smoke, go relocate your mind. Been broke, had to come up from grinding, so so had to come up, no option. Jack the sale had to come up from robbing. Dead thing had to get it from Rome. Tall nigga thought that he was my partner. Look, switched on me, don't even holler. Gave these niggas everything I had in me. Nowadays, I wouldn't give them a dollar. Diamond chains got a bigger bag with me. Nowadays, I can send the piranhas. Made mistakes, better man, and I'm honest. Never fold under pressure, I'm silent. Never told on a nigga, I promise. Lots of fights, but I'm rolling about it. Ask Guap, how I go, no retirement. Ask Chicken, I'm controlling the